What's been going on? How are you? Uh, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How's uh, How's quarantine been treating you? Uh, I've actually just finished uh, a training session, so uh, it's pretty good, man. <laughs> how was How was quarantine as a whole over there? Like, uh... um, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit full on, but um, you know, got to look past it. Just, I I took it a bit for granted, like having time to myself. But um, yeah, it was it was good in some ways and also bad in some ways. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in Canada, so we're still kind of in lockdown-ish. Gyms aren't open or anything like that, but uh, it uh, it sucks over here. How was training as a whole throughout the entire pandemic? Man, there's only so much so much running you can do and so much punching a bag you can do. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a bit annoying because, you know, the gym is basically my second home. But, yeah, it is what it is. So describe the emotions going into that, that that UFC debut. I mean, I'm sure you were so excited to get that call uh, to, to compete in the UFC. Obviously, it was short notice. Was there ever a time where you were like, you know what, it's too short of a notice. I'm going up a weight class. I don't think I can do it. Nah, nah, man. Like, I, like if, if the UFC comes calling, you know, you, you, you don't turn it down. You know, I, like I said in another interview, I, I'd fight at heavyweight, to be honest. Like, if it was short notice, I'd fight at heavyweight. But, um, like, it was, it's a dream. It, it's a dream to just even make that walk, you know. It's a dream to, to say that I fought for the UFC. It's a dream to call myself a UFC fighter. And, um, yeah, so it, it, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and I'm, I'm definitely not going to turn it down. I don't care if I had to fight at welterweight, you know, it, or middleweight. It honestly, it, it doesn't matter. You fought up at uh, I think as high as 182 pounds or something like that, or 82 kilos. I don't know what yeah. that is in pounds, but you, you yeah, fought up for pretty high. 80, 82 kilos, 82 kilos. Yeah, yeah, but that was um when I didn't know much about any nutrition or I didn't know much about dieting and that. And I just I just fought. I never never cut any weight so i was just fighting at my fat self you know <laughs> so you've you've settled down now you're at one 145 yeah. um what uh what's next for you obviously i'm sure you're dying to get back in there oh man you don't understand <laughs> um what i want is uh definitely to fight like either end of uh end of july or, or early august um but the way things are going i'm not too sure how that's going to happen without our gyms being open properly yet. So just doing yeah, the best be, that I can. Yeah, a lot of guys right now are taking fights, um, even throughout the pandemic. You know, they're going up weight classes. They're they're competing on short notice. Um, has that has that been, you know, an option for you? If, if you got a call to go compete, let's say, on Fight Island, which sounds like absolutely amazing. Is yeah. that something you've considered? Uh, look, I've... I've I've already took my short notice fight and just to get my foot in the door and fighting at lightweight against a giant in, in uh, Jalen Turner. But um, this time around, I want to have a proper camp. I want to fight at my weight division, you know, where I feel the most comfortable at. And look, I want to do everything right now. Like it, there's only so many uh, opportunities you get in the in the UFC. So um, yeah, I want to I want to do things properly. I want to get the the right fights and. Um, you know, take my time. I'm I'm still young, and, and I don't want to just sort of blow blow my UFC career, get into the UFC, take a few stupid fights, take a few sh- short notice fights, and then and then get cut from the UFC. My, all my life's hard work to get there, and then I, I choose to fight upper weight class, or I choose to fight on like ten days notice or two weeks notice, and then I lose, and then they end up cutting me, and it, it, it makes no sense, you know, unless they unless they say, look, 
you can fight up a weight division unless they compensate me and say, look, we'll give you this fight, but we'll give you even more fights after this, you know? So it's, it's, I want to do things properly. That's what I want to do. You've been training with Alexander Volkanovsky. What what's that like? I mean, I feel like that's got to be hard training session after hard training session. Man, the the, the guys are the guys are beast. The guys are beast. Um, and it's it's good. Like I get to see the inside of like what the best guy in in my division is. You know, he's the he's the king. He's the he's the elite of the elite. He's the one percent of the one percenters. You know. Um, it's nuts, and it's it's a good to, to see his work ethic, you know, and 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 how much I have to step up to, to to get to that level, you know. But it's it's awesome. It's awesome being just a part of it. What's your what's your prediction? Obviously, he he beat Max Holloway the first time quite comfortably. I thought uh, they're running it back. Obviously, I'm sure you're you know training with him. You know, I, I'm sure I'm sure you're rooting for him. But what's your prediction? Everyone's um. Everyone, everyone knows that was a shutout. Max, Max is only getting this rematch because he was a long reigning, um, long reigning champion. But um, this time around, it's either going to be more decisive, like as in uh, Volko's going to get a stoppage, or I feel like his leg's going to get chewed up, and then after his leg gets chewed up, he's he's going to get hurt quite a bit. Like I feel like it's going to be. A reminiscence of, of the Poirier fight, how he got banged up pretty badly, and I, I feel like Volko is going to bring that. I know it's a probably a short camp for him, but you know I feel like he just has his number. So a few years ago, Australian MMA wasn't—I uh, wouldn't say as big in the UFC in particular. Guys yeah. like Robert Whitaker, Alexander Volkanovsky—they've really kind of put Australia on the map. What, what do you what? think it'll take before Australia really starts pushing out? Uh, world champions like Brazil or like the U.S. Man, it, it's coming. Um, the the talent here is rising on the local scene. A lot of the a lot of the amateur fighters are uh, should be pro fighters now. There's the, the MMA scene here is, in the Australia is is growing and like there's so many good promotions now that we have that are that are pushing these amateur fighters to turn pro and and you know get the right fights, get it get the right experience and. I feel like we, we, we are building, we're, we're a breeding ground soon of, of, um, of world champions, just like the whole Anzac, like the whole Australian, New Zealand, like look at City Kickboxing, you know, look at all these other guys that are coming through and this is just the beginning. This is, this is honestly just the beginning. Yeah, I mean, you've competed for several organizations there in Australia. You've won three titles. What was bigger for you, winning those titles or getting the call to the UFC? Ah oh, man, I, I've I've said it so many times to everybody. They're like, oh, you got all these belts, you got all these belts, and I said, I'll, honestly, I'll trade all these belts, all these local regional belts, to to be a part of the UFC. It, it's good being a big fish in a small pond, winning all these local regional scenes in Australia. But what you know, at the end of the day is, I want to be in the <laughs> in the ocean with all these other killers. You know, the best fighters. Ever since I started, I've always wanted to fight the best guys and the best guys, and all the best guys are in the UFC. So. It's it's exciting for me. This this is a dream, you know. I get I I can say I'm amongst the best guys, and you know I'm fighting the best guys, and you can't take that away from me. Yeah, you hear guys like Jorge Masvidal, John Jones, all these guys coming out and complaining about pay. Um, where if they go to a Bellator or one FC or one of these other organizations, they may get paid more. Does that matter to you? Obviously, at this stage in your career, I'm sure you want to get into the UFC. Um, do you think th- these 
other opportunities for fighters is is a good thing or a negative thing? Um, look, I, I feel like as a as a fighter coming up, like you know, beggars beggars can't be choosy. You know, I've I've still been paid more on my first UFC debut than I have for any other fight that I have locally. So I can't complain about that. But look, if you're a superstar and and you know what numbers you bring in to the UFC and you know what you bring to the table for them. Um, I feel like you should be pushing pushing for more money because, you know, I feel like a lot of athletes get underpaid, especially fighters, especially what we go through to, to fight. But in my stage of the career, my career is like, I'm, I'm not picky, man. I'm not picky at all. And um, yeah, uh, I, I feel like if, if if you got the star power, why not why not why not push for why not push for more money? I don't understand. Like, it's a it's a, as much as it is a business, you know. It's also as much as it is a sport. It's also a business. So, I feel like if you've got the power, do it. Being a Canadian, obviously George St. Pierre was one of the guys that really got me into MMA. Austra like we talked about, Australia didn't have a big MMA scene up until Robert Whitaker and. Volkanovski, what ultimately got you into it? Was there a specific fighter? Oh man, there's, there's a lot, you know, and, and GSP was one of them. Um, but I've, I've always was fascinated by um, jiu-jitsu, which obviously the first UFC, the UFC tournament where Hoist Gracie ended up choking out everybody, guys twice his size, guys different styles of fighting. That was like really intrigued me and that's sort of what kicked it off. And the, the biggest thing I feel like what got me into the sport of MMA was... It gave me um, my own identity because I feel like going through school, all my friends had their identity. They were like, oh, that's that basketball player. Oh, that's that uh, rugby league player. Oh, that's this person. Everyone, I was just following what everyone else was doing. But fighting, when I found fighting, I felt like that was my, my own personal thing. That was who gave me like to show everyone who I am. This I expressed myself the best way training. So fighting for me was always about that. Your your debut was in front of uh, was in New Zealand. What was it like competing close to home? And it almost probably felt like you were the hometown hometown favorite there. What yeah, was it sure. like? Uh, what was the noise like in that in that atmosphere? Oh, it was crazy, man. I've never fought in front of that many people before, so it was um, was it it was as much as it was crazy. It was um, everything felt like it belonged. Like it was it was nothing. There was nothing out of the ordinary. You know, like as much as it was crazy and I've pictured doing the same walkout so many times in my life, actually going through it, it, it felt normal. Didn't feel, nothing felt out of place. Are you looking forward to staying in that area? Like if you got a call to go compete abroad, are you looking to travel for your next fight or would you rather yeah. stay close to home? Man, whatever. Like I said, beggars can't be choosy. I, I'm, I'm happy with whatever. Uh, but I, I would love, I would love to be on a, on an undercard for one of the, the, the local boys like Adesanya or Booker or you know Volkanovski, that would be that would be insane. What would you recommend for like I know like I have a little little brother. People have kids. What would you recommend to them? Who obviously people watch TV and they watch they watch people get punched in the face and they're like I don't want my kid doing that. What would you what would you recommend for for parents of those kids? Um, honestly, it, it's, it, it, it shows, it teaches them so much discipline, you know, it's, it teaches so, so much discipline to, to everybody. So it's, uh, 
it's crazy. Um, but look, yeah, martial arts teaches teaches discipline, you know, teaches honor, respect. It teaches all these life morals, you know, like things that you sh- you should be, um, yeah, like stuff you can take away besides being able to defend yourself. There's so much, there's so much you can gain out of this fitness, self confidence, self esteem, you know, and obviously all those other things like being able to show loyalty, respect, honor. There's these things that stick with you even after you're done with fighting. I'll ask you a couple more questions and then I'll and then I'll let you go. But we'll do a, a non MMA one. What sorts of things have you been doing throughout quarantine? Is there any shows you've been watching? Any video games you've been playing? Are you TikToking? What have you been doing <laughs> in your free time? All right, I'll answer it. Uh, TikTok, yeah, I haven't been. I, I haven't. I haven't been doing any. Um, I've been only. I've done one TikTok for my girlfriend. <laughs> I was forced. Okay, that wasn't on me. Um, games i've been playing everything man but majority it's just been uh call of duty throughout throughout this whole thing has been uh call of duty um and tv shows man i'm a big fan of anime i've been watching recently um this thing on netflix called baki baki the grappler uh it's an awesome anime series so you know if you want to watch something that's violent and also cartoonish it's it's the one to go to what can we expect? Last question. What can we expect in your next fight? Obviously, you've had, you have a lot of finishes uh, throughout your career. Um, you fought your last fight. Obviously, didn't go your way. What can we expect next time out? Uh, Elena, <laughs> Elena, um, healthier, fitter, Josh, and uh, a guy that's hungry. A guy that's gonna. I just can't wait. I'd rather let my my actions do the talking. You know because. When when it comes to it, I'm gonna I'm gonna show everybody, you know, how much I've evolved from then. And but people can people can judge me from that last fight, and they can say anything they want from that last fight. But um, yeah, uh, I can't wait to show shut everybody up and, and show everyone, you know, this next level, this next level. All right, man. Bring. All right, man. Thanks for the time. Thank I appreciate you. it. No I'm glad we were able to squeeze it in. Uh, oh, we're, we're on the opposite side of the world, so it was what very difficult. Is, what time is it there? It's 10 p.m. here. What's that? What's sorry? It's 10 p.m. Sunday. Uh-huh. Sunday. <laughs> Completely different days. <laughs> like 12 hours apart. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, man. All the All best. Right. Stay right, safe. Keep washing your hands. Don't get sick. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. All right, man. All the best. All right, take it easy, bro. Bye. Bye.